Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about how habits transfer into the workplace. Now, at first glance, I think a lot of times people hear about habits in the workplace or another thing, another way it's often referred to is organizational habits. Um, and that's basically the habits of a group, the habits of a set of people in a place, the habits of a team. Um, and, and when this, when people hear about this, they uh, they tend to dis- dismiss it even more than actual habits because people are like, ah, the culture or uh, these these habits won't necessarily uh, affect me. But the reality of the situation is that. Um, the reason people, a lot of times people leave workplaces is because they don't like the culture. And the way a culture is formed is by the habits of individuals. And usually those individuals are the leaders. Um, especially when it, the company is like, like a midsize or smaller company, um, the company will always take on the habits of the leaders of that company. And uh, it, ma- it makes a huge difference. It will make a, a massive difference in your happiness in any workplace um, if your habits naturally don't fit in or jive with um, the organizational habits that company has already uh, set. And then uh, another thing that's important to note about organizational habits is similar to your own personal habits, like you might have a habit tracker so that now you, you, you know, you're using habit stacker and you're, you're aware of your own habits. Um, but on a organizational front, it's not like habits are written down. It's not like a company says, hey, when you work here, you will come in at this time and you will sit down at your desk and check your email first. Like people won't say that, but that might be the habits that have developed that people walk in, they check the email right away and let things are email heavy. Or it might be you come in, you check Slack and everything happens in Slack and anything you got to say, you got to go to Slack. Uh, or, or, or it might be that uh, people just don't communicate at all and things, there's no transparency and it's better to hide stuff and uh, not let people know what's going on. And when you do try to communicate that there's something wrong, people get upset and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. But there are definite habits that people rely on. And even when people come in and their habits are very different than the culture, what happens is people tend to fit into that culture. So a great example is like the work ethic that you see happening around you. This is probably one of the easiest ones to pick up. The, the, the habits of the people, they either come in and they work really hard or they don't. And if they do, you'll see people coming early. You'll see people staying late. You'll see people taking ownership for things that aren't their responsibility. Um, you'll see people working hard across the board. When the ha- when the habit is not to work hard, even if you come in and you're a super hard, hard worker, people are going to always encourage you not to work hard. They're going to be like, oh, why, why, are you, why are you putting extra time? Stop busting yourself. You're gonna, this, this job is going to wear you down. And people will try. Like I remember this, my, my very first job out of college. Oh, my gosh. Man, Oklahoma City, people would just – and I talk about this in Allergic to Average a little bit. But in terms of the culture there, the culture was to come in and skate by. Everyone was a skater. It was like, I'm going to work here till I retire because I have no other choice. Uh, so I'm just going to skate by every day. And um, when I came in and I was like trying to do extra and work hard, I was trying to really get after it and learn and do more. They just beat it out of me, man. Like they just did not want to see that. And they would just discourage me every day if I did something. When I dressed nice, my coworkers would get jealous and tell me, stop dressing like that. And now it only takes one day getting dirty and I'll never do that again. And like, 
it was just it was just so weird to see um that just the habits that people had developed they wanted to keep you down they didn't want to see anybody uh, push the envelope on what could be done because then they knew that would raise the standard for them and they weren't willing themselves to work any harder. So pay attention to organizational habits. I think uh, it's very easy to dismiss. And again, because we are individualistic as in our society, especially in the Western world, the way we often think is it's not a problem until it's my problem or that because just because everybody else is doing something that you're not you're necessarily you're not necessarily doing it yourself but it's not true and the the reality is like when we are in a group we fit into that community and this breaks down to almost everything like i so so the gym i have a membership to is is planet fitness and uh planet fitness has come under a lot of scrutiny it depends how you want to look at it but the business model is interesting because they really don't want people in there who work out a lot like people like me who are athletes and like know how to really push the push the envelope in there they do not like that so they have this lunk head alarm where if you grunt or you're you know carrying a gallon of water you're doing anything that, that that's kind of associated with being like a, a muscle head um this alarm will go off and they'll, they'll even kick you out if, 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 if needed. And and the, their whole thing is they don't want to make other people uncomfortable because of people who are like serious lifters. But in reality, it's a smart business model because they don't want people in there actually using the gym. And they know that if they just target normal people, normal people are going to come in, use a treadmill for five minutes, and then they're going to leave. And they like that because you're not using their machines and wearing them down like somebody who works out all the time. Um, but the reason I bring this up is because even Planet Fitness is someone who goes there. It has a culture. Like, there's an organizational habit there. Like, there's a way that people behave in that gym, and they want everybody to kind of conform to that that way, that behavior. So for me, I, I'm very conscious of not grunting when I'm in there, and that's not something that is normal for me. When I usually lift, I, I'm, like, just going ham. But there, I chill out with that. And uh, I bring that up just to show you that organizational habits are all around you. It, you have habits that that have developed for your family. You have habits in your, you know, throughout your household. You have habits at your workplace. You have habits maybe even in your car. Like every every place that you spend time, you've developed habits and a way of doing things in that space. And sometimes they're the same, but sometimes they're different based off of who else is in that space. And the more aware you are of that, the more aware you are of how that affects you. If you are the leader of that place, then you're aware of how you can create more change and um, start bringing in more people who already have the habits of where you want to go. Because I'll tell you one thing, if you think it's hard to change habits for yourself, it is it, like, that's why you, whenever you hear people talking about um like a, a toxic culture, it's very hard to change cultures and companies because now you're not just talking about changing yourself. You're talking about changing a group of people collectively at one time. That is not easy. Um, another great example of uh, organizational habits is, uh, um, a, a, a team like uh, the New England Patriots. And I have, I actually did a, if you go to a habit, the habitstacker.com slash blog, you will see, I did a bunch of articles on this, on um, organizational habits of, you know, the 90s Bulls, Patriots. Um, who else was in there? Um, you know, Microsoft, Facebook, like companies like that. And, I, and I, if you are interested in this stuff, you should see what some of the organizational habits are of some of these teams and companies that that we look up to and respect well in some cases look up to and respect depending on who you're talking to right um but uh just picking out okay what what things do these guys have in their culture what are they doing well and um just trying to learn from that as much as possible so you can apply those things to 
a culture that you lead or maybe just try and make a difference from wherever you are um, and so that the culture is not affecting you and toxic for you um, when you have to go to work every day. Um, so just make sure you're paying attention to that um, organizational habits. I think it's something I'm going to try and talk about a little bit more out of all the podcasts I've done, which has been a lot now. This is the first time I talked about organizational habits. So um, you can definitely look forward to some more of those. Um, but definitely, if you want to hear some good stories about um, some of my work stories, um, my earlier days, definitely go to Amazon, get allergic to average. Um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, but basically what I do in the book is I go through just my time in the workforce, really, and how um, some of the stories I had and just embarrassing things that happened to me. But I talk about how I realized that um, I was allergic to peanuts around like a, a, a same early, a little bit earlier period in my life. I found out I was allergic to peanuts. So I couldn't eat peanuts anymore. But I, I compare that story in parallel to like what I was learning in the workforce and how I realized I was allergic to average and that you're probably allergic to average as well. And that you're aiming for things that are much below your potential, much below what you're capable of, much below um, what you should be aiming for um, because you're allergic to that stuff. And when you get that stuff, you'll see, you'll start getting itchy. You start getting hives and breaking out because that stuff was never made for you. So definitely cop that. Um, but otherwise, y'all have a good one. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Deuces.